One day, S.J. Butler was running some errands. S.J. is an active member of Unity Church Unitarian in St. Paul, Minnesota. She says that she has this habit of being closed off when she runs errands. She doesn't pay attention to what's around her or who is around her. She kind of keeps to herself and doesn't engage too much. And I know exactly what she's talking about, don't you? I do this too, not always, but sometimes I get so focused on getting my errands done that I have kind of that tunnel vision. Well, one day, SJ decided she was going to do things a little differently. She decided she was going to approach her errands from a new perspective. She stopped for gas and started fueling her car. Now, rather than staring at the nozzle or watching the dollars add up on the gas dispenser, she looked up and she looked around. She paid attention to what was going on around her. And it was then that she saw a man who was at another gas pump a few pumps over from her. She noticed he had an old car. The car was loaded up with junk. So what, she told herself. He was wearing work clothes and he seemed to be in his 20s. So what, she again told herself. And all she did was look at him. And he came over to her. He came over to her even though there were a lot of people there at the gas pumps. And he said hello. And then he tried to explain something to her, half in English, half in Spanish. The two of them were not able to communicate well. But somehow she was able to understand that he needed directions. S.J. Butler doesn't speak Spanish, so she wasn't quite sure what to do at this point. And then the young man pulled out his cell phone, entered in a number, and handed her his phone. And the voice on the phone explained in English that her son was en route to a job. He had come from another state. He had 45 minutes to get to the town where his job was. And he had no idea at this point which direction to go in. And the voice on the phone asked, Do you have any kids? Well, SJ has sons too. And she told the other mom where her son needed to go. And so the other mom looked up the directions on What else? Google Maps. And together they came up with a plan. And it looked like he was still going to be able to arrive on time. And then SJ returned the phone to the young man. And he got directions in Spanish from his mother while SJ was pointing in the direction he was supposed to be going in. And then he handed the phone back to SJ. And his mother asked her, what's your name? And then she thanked her by name. 
This happened a long time ago, apparently, and S.J. imagines that the mother and son have long forgotten any of it, what happened that day, but she hasn't forgotten. She has not forgotten the blessing she received, the name blessing, as she calls it. She has not forgotten the simple blessings that unfolded when she looked up and around that day. Simple kindness, profound blessing. To live looking up, looking out, looking around is to make the choice to bless the world. Blessing begins with noticing what is happening around us and with noticing who is around us. It entails being willing to offer gestures of kindness, of presence, of gratitude, no matter how large or how small. Such gestures can have far more impact than we actually often realize. According to Rachel Naomi Raymond, we bless the life around us far more than we realize. The unexpected phone call, the brief touch, the willingness to listen generously, the warm smile or wink of recognition. Big messages, she says, come in small packages. All it may take to restore someone's trust in life may be returning a lost earring or a dropped glove. And then Raymond goes on to say, a woman once told me that she did not feel the need to reach out to those around her because she prayed every day. There's a person with tremendous opportunity, right? There's someone with the potential to learn to reach out. Now, not to stop praying. That's not the point. Don't stop praying. But also engage with others in the day-to-day reality of their lives, of their lived experiences. According to Raymond, a prayer is about our relationship to God. A blessing is about our relationship to the spark of God in one another. God may not need our attention, she says, as badly as the person next to us, on the bus or behind us, online in the supermarket. What a gift it is to bring attention to the person next to us on the bus or behind us online in the supermarket, they may need our attention, not only our warm thoughts from a distant space of ease and comfort. Blessing, it turns out, isn't oblivious to the reality of life, to the joy or the pain. It doesn't shut us off from each other, or ignore or minimize suffering or injustices or frustrations or injuries or heartaches. No, nope. 
blessing is clear-eyed and wide-eyed. It expresses a fierce, fierce love, a soul-level welcome, a heart that is in a holy place, a courage that calls us onward and outward in service, in compassion. Blessing knows both brokenness and astonishment. As Rebecca Parker says, there is rage as well as beauty. The choice to bless the world, she says, is an act of recognition, a confession, of surprise, a grateful acknowledgement that in the midst of a broken world, unspeakable beauty, grace, and mystery abide. There moves a holy disturbance, she says. A holy disturbance, protesting, urging, insisting that which is sacred will not be defiled. A fierce love, that holy disturbance can give shape to the world, to a community, to a person. In urgent times, and yes, we know, we indeed live in urgent times, such holy disturbance is in great need. The time to act is now, always now. For a person in pain in a world that rages, the time is always now. There are too many people cursing this world, cursing this earth of ours, cursing each other, Some of them are doing it literally. I mean with actual curse words, swear words. People in positions of power are cursing the people they are pledged to serve. People whose worth and dignity is being betrayed. Some of them are cursing others in this world through actions of bigotry, Exclusion, racism, greed, and selfishness. These are the curses of separating immigrant children from their families at the border. These are the curses of travel bans. The Supreme Court decision absolving a Colorado baker of discrimination for refusing to create a custom wedding cake for a same-sex couple is a curse. So is a school shooting. In this moment in history, racial injustice, oppression, and anti-democracy are crushing people's lives and destroying whole communities and families. People of faith who choose to bless the world are sorely, sorely needed. We are needed. Our faith gives us the tools we need. Our principles of justice, fairness, anti-racism, and anti-oppression guide us to bless. 
our religious community's encouragement to perseverance, integrity, openness, curiosity, vulnerability, and courage guide us to bless. Our religious community calls us over and over and over and over again to choose to bless this world of ours through gestures that are both large and gestures that are small. Maya Angelou says, the thing to do is to prepare yourself so you can be a rainbow in somebody else's cloud. Somebody who may not look like you, may not call God the same name you call God if they call God at all. I may not dance your dances or speak your language, but be a blessing to somebody. Our faith prepares us to do just that, to be rainbows. To be a people of blessing is to prepare each other and ourselves to be rainbows. To be a people of blessing is to put our collective hearts in a holy place and to direct them faithfully, together. To be a people of blessing is to practice kindness through our shared commitments. To be a people of blessing is to look up and out and around and to notice what and who is there. Who knows? A smile, a nod, some other small gesture of ours just might change another person's world and maybe our own, too. May we remember that even our smallest acts of kindness, even if they are not acknowledged or noticed, even if they do not seem as though they are noticed, they matter. Even the smallest act can change a heart. Even the smallest act of courage can tip the scales of justice. Even the smallest moment can create a wave of compassion. One voice, one voice can be a catalyst for a chorus of life that is welcoming. As a religious community, may we endeavor to prepare ourselves and each other to reach out to places and to people and to causes, especially those that are being neglected. May you each choose to look up and out, seeking far and wide to bless the world with your presence and your gifts. May we together choose to look up and out, seeking far and wide together to bless the world with our gifts and our presence. May it be so. Blessed be, and amen.